www.ghostfound.org. Well, that's how they say it there, Ryan. Anyway, hey, I hear you. you know, it's 610, it's your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, on KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. Well, once again, everything is going down on a on a Friday. Just, just how it works. There are three things that I think you need to know. Number one, Little Rocket Man blinks, baby. He told the South Korean defense minister or foreign minister, whatever, Chui Yong. I'm going to just say it that way. I don't care if it's right or wrong. Anyway, he said that um, he is not going to test any missiles. He's th- he'll talk about getting rid of his nuke program. He wants to meet with the Don. And the Don has said, yeah, I'll do it at some point. No no time yet. Do it before May. No date yet. But there you go. Oh, my goodness. So you have uh, Kim Jong-un wanting to meet with the Don and saying, I'm willing to get rid of my nuke program. That is freaking epic. I mean, seriously, do you have any idea how good that is? Second thing, I think you need to know the Trumpster puts tariffs out there. He decides to let Canada and Mexico off for a little bit because he's renegotiating NAFTA. This is all intertwined, by the way, I believe. Uh, The tariffs with North Korea, with NAFTA, with China, it's all there. It's like 7D chess now. It's not 4D chess. It's 7D chess. Um, so he has thrown down uh, and said, we're doing these tariffs. And the market uh, didn't, didn't have a sell-off. They were in, oh, my God, the sky is falling. We're going to drop 300, 400 points. No, no, it didn't work that way. Didn't work there. Didn't work that way. So leave it to Jeff Flake to come out immediately, put out a statement saying he is going to uh, write a bill and he wants to pass it that will automatically nullify what Trump wants to do because that's what Jeff Flake does. By the way, nothing from Jeff Flake on the great news that uh, we may solve this North Korea process. Again, they may be full of it too, but nothing from Jeff Flake or John McCain on that because they stink. Words matter, don't they? We'll get to that. Uh-huh. Uh, third thing that I think you need to know uh, Tucson Councilwoman Regina Romero keeping her eye on the ball, celebrating International Women's Day because that's she's all about labels, all about labels. So what does Regina Romero do? She signs a petition to impeach Trump. Ryan and I were talking. We think it's in t- it's it's and what what's the reason? She said he's just not fit for office. What does that even mean? Do you even know what what it takes to impeach someone? High crimes and misdemeanors. I don't. I just, just I didn't no. think Obama was fit for office. We didn't try to impeach him, but I think it's time to impeach Regina. Yes, absolutely. Hashtag impeach Regina. Impeach Regina. Impeach Regina. Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, by yep. the way, uh, Tucson News now curmudgeon press release Bud Foster is the one that did this story. And I don't even understand why it's that big of a deal. She's just such a fool. She's so, she's so dumb. She signed a petition put on by a billionaire left-wing environmental wacko, Tom Steyer. Why is that a story? So yeah, this is this shows you how much of a fraud Bud Foster is, by the way. Uh, because, uh, you know, the three things I think you need to... We'll put the sound bites. Why not? Right now with the Regina. I know we got the Trump stuff, but Regina. So she must have just called up Bud and said, hey... You should do a story, bud. 
I'm going to go on a website and put my name down saying that I should impeach Trump. Okay, I'll get down there and I'll just uh, put a camera in your face. Yeah, that's just, uh, yeah. I mean, literally, it's it's like you going on a website and signing something. Exactly. Who cares? Who cares? Nobody. Besides the fact that it's just dumb that that she signed something to impeach Trump and she literally has no idea why. This woman is dangerously stupid for Tucson. But this is, this is why Tucson, I mean, has potholes, has no cops, has a cop shortage, has to raise taxes all the time. I was just going to ask you, out of her 10 years she's been on the city council, what has she done? What are her accomplishments? What are her major uh, uh, things that she's brought to the table for Tucson and the people? I'm, I'm sure she was uh, highly involved in getting the tax increases and trying to get information out to people they should vote for them. So that's that's awesome, right? I'm sure she also came up with the awesome idea, thank God it didn't go anywhere, to have a mandatory sick time for every Tucson employee that works at a business that has at least 10 people. Like the, the people give them sick time and paid time off and everything else. And that's not up to the government to mandate. That's up to uh, the worker to ask for and the employer to give and if the employer says no i don't want to give that they can either leave or stay it's called the free market but regina doesn't understand the free market because regina she's kind of a listen she's kind of a commie all right i mean let's just call it what it is she's kind of she's a grahalva she's a socialist it's all government all the time that's what she does she also has been very successful in telling everybody that she's uh latina and she's a woman what that again i don't care what you are i judge you by everything you do and you're dumb so it's time to impeach Regina. That's what it comes down to. And again, once again, the freaking Bud Foster did a story about Regina Romero going on a website and signing her name to a petition. Really? Now listen, Bud, I thank you because you give me show prep to make fun of stupid. And I love that. I live for this stuff. It's awesome. I'll send you a Christmas card or something, Bud. Uh, and you can do a story on that too. It'll be a press release you could just hardcore work right there oh yeah i'm still waiting for you to say something uh, about the good she's done in I, Tucson. I, I i'm just i mean come on i, I, I got my I, pen I, I, i'm waiting for it as well there literally is no what it, there's nothing there's nothing nothing that i know of i could be wrong nothing that i know of she has never worked in the private sector i you know that we have a, a guy i know who calls into the show and i'm friendly with him he literally called in his name's dominic he called he told me he said I was shocked. He said, I've known Regina. He called Regina for years. <laughs> and this is a few years ago. He said, um, she actually told people when she was running for city council, it was the first time that she ever met business owners. I swear to God. I swear. I, this is all new to me. Oh yeah. You, you, you got to hear the stupid that's coming out of her mouth. And again, I'm still trying to figure this out. It says here in Tucson news. Now don't, It'll make you dumb. <laughs> Don't figure it Regina out. Regina Romero it. used International Women's Day to sign a petition to impeach Trump. It was started. The petition drive was started last October by billionaire Tom Steyer. And according to Facebook, his Facebook page has 5 million signers nationwide. That's cool because he had over 60 million people vote for Trump, but that's good. Okay, so there's a story that that happened. Um, I wonder if uh, good old uh, curmudgeon high pants Bud Foster will do a story about someone in a community leader, I don't know, going on a website to order dinner. Like, you know, you don't have to call up a pizza place all the time, these chains, you can go on the website and order it. Well, what happened today is Mayor Rothschild went on dominoes.com and actually ordered his pizza online instead of actually calling up the store. Story at 10. 
Well, that, that could actually freaking... be newsworthy because he's pretty old <laughs> well, <laughs> out of touch with stuff. But I, I, I'm watching this. I'm like, really? This this is a story. Again, how did Bud find out about this? This is what this is what cracks me. You think Bud all of a sudden got a an alert or something? Was a press release put out where she just picked the phone? Hey, Bud, why don't you come do a story on me? I signed to impeach uh, Bud uh, Trump on International Women's Day. What does it matter if it's Women's Day or not? But good old, okay, I'll be right there. As I know. <laughs> Freaking, uh, it's, just, it, it, it's hilarious. All right, let's hear some sound bites from good old Regina. Uh, let's start with, this might be my favorite. 94, this is uh, Regina Romero talking to press release, high pants Bud Foster. Here we go. I'm used to pushback. I'm used to people uh, using my gender and my ethnicity uh, against me. No, I'm using your lack of intelligence against you. I don't care if you're a woman or you're Latina. It has nothing to do with anything. You're the one that always brings it up. That's why you're a racist, because everything you do is that. She also, I mean, there's so much stupid that is coming from her. She was against, um, uh, and I'm not, you can be for it or against it, the, the hands-free. You know the hands-free ordinance in Tucson that became law? Now you can be for It's not that you think it's wrong or bad or the police it's going to waste the time because they're not going to be able to get you if you're texting. Whatever. She said that it's going to lead to more uh, Hispanics being pulled over, more minorities being pulled over versus uh, white people. That's why she was against it. Uh, it's going to lead to racial profiling. How, how do you... Wait. Are, do more Hispanic people or minorities drive... While, While on, on the, the phone, phone or texting, then I mean, you don't know Hispanic families. I, I don't. It does. It I, oh, shut up! It does. <laughs> I I can I can vouch for that. Shut up! <laughs> I just I'm like I don't get it. I don't. It makes no sense. But everything's race with her. Everything. I'm used to people pushing it back against my gender. <clears throat> does it hurt? All right, let's do the next one, number ninety-five. Why she signed the petition? Here we go. We can't just sit down and take it. We need to defend and advocate for our democracy. And advocate for our democracy. What? Again, pretty sure a lot of people thought Obama was unfit. I mean, giving $150 billion to Iran. A death to America, death to America, death to America. Yeah, that's pretty stupid. Losing our democracy? Are you insane? I mean, these, these people are sick in the head. 96 on Trump. Here we go. 96. I am not alone. There are people throughout this country and in this community that mm. believe that Trump is unfit to be the president of this country. Now, again, it'd be nice if high pants Bud Foster, the journalist that he is, would have said, why? Give me some examples. But that never happens. Why should it ever happen? Nope. Oh, bud. Uh, let's do the last one. 97. Here we go. Because it's Women's Day, I believe that we shouldn't just say, hey, you know, send out Twitter and Facebook posts and say congratulations. We actually have to do something about it. <sighs> just because it's Women's Day. I don't get it. Do you? You know, it's fine I mean, because she'll do something one day a year and the, the 364 other days were fine. 
I I hope that you didn't become more dumb. <laughs> I hope you just laughed at that. This is what this is why Tucson is is unfortunately in a world of hurt. Leadership like this, and then people that actually vote for her. This is the dumbest thing ever. Well, eh, there's a lot of dumb. I don't know what's worse. Everything she said. Play the first one one more time if you don't mind. What's worse? The fact that, I mean, Regina is saying this stupidity or the fact that Bud Foster actually did a story on this. Let, let's go. Here we go. This is too much. I'm used to pushback. I'm used to people used. Uh, using my gender and my ethnicity uh, against me. Mm. What's the, oh, it's just so awesome. You could comment if you want, but what else can you say? I'm not saying that I say it better than you, but I'm not claiming to do your job better than you. 880-KNST. I'm kidding. You can. Okay. 880-KNST. 880-5678. Holy smokes. Um, there you have it. There you have it. Good old, uh, good old bud. It's embarrassing. They should be embarrassed. Maybe, uh, maybe he can go do a story on one of the uh, Pima County supervisors, uh, Playing Candy Crush. I don't know what else. What else can? What other awesome story can he do about these people? Well, I heard that you bought uh, you you bought a microwave on Amazon. Let's do a story on that at six. Sharon Bronson got the high score in pole position. There you go. I mean, it's just so <laughs> dumb. All right, six uh, six twenty four. Uh, we'll continue. We have some highlights of uh, what Trump did. Why Trump did what he did. Experts, the media can't even give him credit. They're losing their minds. It's just awesome. We're going to have, by the way, Kelly Ward on at 9.10 this morning. Uh, I know it's a while from now, but 9.10 this morning, Kelly Ward's going to talk about uh, the tariffs, the North Korea situation, her trip down to the border, sanctuary cities, what she would like to be see done, all this stuff. Don't go anywhere. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk. Dot org. Normally, you'd be pretty upset if another guy was stimulating your wife, but in a strange way, you like it. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Just ask your wife. Hello. 639 on this Friday. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, you want to win some some stuff? Because we like winning things. Who doesn't like winning things? We're all, we're all about winning things. Go to KNST.com. You like old Tucson? Who doesn't like old Tucson? Fantastic. I'd like to win tickets to Old Tucson Spirit of the West Fest. It's going to happen March 16th through the 18th. Go to KNST.com for your chance to win. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, the Trumpster appears to be doing pretty well with his foreign policy. Uh, for the first, I mean, nobody would have ever predicted this. Nobody. Especially the Trump haters. And they're giving him some credit, but others are not. Anyway. Kim Jong-un told South Korea, I'll meet with Trump. I'll stop the, the missile tests and, I, you know, maybe, maybe we'll denuclearize. We'll, we'll see what's going on, but I want to meet with Trump on that. And Trump has said, okay, I'll accept this. I'll accept it. And um, it'll be before May, but other than that, no more details. No more details. That's pretty incredible stuff right there. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, this is just coming out right now, a big jobs report. The estimates from the experts, right? The ones that thought Trump was going to sink the economy. 200,000 jobs in February. Uh, actually, 313,000. 
313,000 added in February. Unemployment state of 4.1%. CNBC, the economy added 313,000 jobs in February, crushing expectations. Construction jobs led the way, 61,000. Wage growth uh, rose 0.1% for the month, 2.6% from a year ago. How about that? Third thing I think you need to know, Regina Romero, uh, apparently it's a news story, Tucson News Now curmudgeon Bud Foster, who uh, does stories for his friends, like Regina Romero and the rest, did a story because she went onto a website and signed a petition that Trump should be impeached. Isn't that nice? She goes on a website, Tom Steyer, billionaire, left-wing environmental guy. She goes on there and signs it, and apparently it's a news story. She must have called Bud and said, this is what I did. Okay, I'll come do a story on it. I mean, how else would you know? It's so dumb. So she says that she gets judged by her gender and ethnicity all the time. And Trump should be impeached because he's just not fit or something for president. Makes a lot of sense. Three things I think you need to know. Um, oh. Okay, I'll take this real quick on the economy. Jared's calling in. Jared, welcome to KNST. Hello. Hey, how you doing, buddy? All right, what's happening? Not too, uh, not too much. Um, I was just calling in because I heard the jobs number, right? And so I'm looking. We got jobs added, but the uh, percentage isn't really shifting too much. And I think there's a story there about how the uh, the last eight years we just had a bunch of smoke being blown, you know where, mm-hmm. saying, uh, "Oh, the percentage is great. We're at six percent. We're at four percent. Well, really, we were at 15." That's how we keep on adding a couple hundred thousand jobs. And the percentage isn't moving very much. Well, you know, are you aware that the, I mean, the unemployment rate is really garbage. I mean, it's basically manipulated by politicians on both sides of the aisle. Because right. as soon as people run out, if they go to, if they, uh, you know, claim to get job, you know, jobless benefits, right? And they get welfare checks, unemployment checks. And it lasts 26 weeks or 52 weeks or whatever it is, depending on the state. Once those run out, and if you still don't have a job, you don't count. So for under Obama years, people's, you know, they ran out of time. They were unemployed for two years, three years. So they, they were like forgotten about. So even though they didn't get a job, they weren't counted. So the percentage, the job, the unemployment percentage would stay down. So it's really terrible. Right. So you got to look at the U6. The U6 is the, uh, the underemployment, the unemployment. And you have to look at the labor, labor force participation rates. Um, the participation rate raised to 63%, highest in September. Um, uh, the number of employed people in the workforce rose by 785,000, according to the report. And that's what's crazy. So you have 313,000 jobs, but all of a sudden the number of employed people in the workforce rose by 785,000. So, yeah, I mean, you, we, we had Smone bloke up our, you know what, because the media loves to concentrate on the, on the unemployment rate because everything they want to manipulate on both sides, uh, how great it is when really that's not a really true picture of what, you know, the job market is. Right. Okay. Well, I I appreciate it, man. It's uh, it's it's good to hear you every morning. And uh, oh, one more thing, Regina. Um, Impeach dude, Regina. I've, Impeach Regina. Hashtag. I, I I've known strong Hispanic females, and I've never really uh, compared them to vapid airheads. But I mean, just she's just a vapid airhead. Yeah, it's it's it's, just... it's ridiculous. <laughs> Ryan Ryan wrote on the screen. You're listening on the iHeart app while you're riding your bike. Yeah, yeah, riding my bike into work. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, thank you for listening on the iHeart app, dude. I appreciate it, man. Right on. Be man. safe thank out you. there. Be good. See ya.
That's dedication right there. Man, riding your bike into work. If I rode my bike into work here, it'd be like It would take you like nine years because you live in South Chandler. No, not because you're fat, because you live in South Chandler. What? I didn't say that. Well, you were implying that. You were were implying that. I wasn't implying that. You were implying that. There was implication. Or something. Uh, Yeah. Let's play... um, Let's play, uh, this is a Chung Yi-yong, I think so. He's the South Korean, uh, I think he's the, he's a foreign minister, uh, and he's the one that went to was the White House, and he made the announcement, 81, about uh, what Kim Jong-un is willing to give up, supposedly, stuff like that. Just listen to this. This happened yesterday. It's breaking news. Here we go, if you missed it. I explained to President Trump that his leadership and his maximum pressure policy, together with international solidarity, brought us to this juncture. I expressed President Moon Jae-in's personal gratitude for President Trump's leadership. I told President President Mm. Trump that in our meeting, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un said he is committed to denuclearization. Kim pledged that North Korea will refrain from any further nuclear or missile tests. He understands that the routine joint military exercises between the Republic of Korea and the United States must continue. Mm -hmm. And he expressed his eagerness to meet President Trump as soon as possible. President Trump appreciated the briefing and said he would meet Kim Jong-un by May to achieve permanent denuclearization. Wow. I want to thank President Trump, his leadership. He did. I mean, but he's crazy. The world's going to explode. We're all going to blow up. Blah, 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 blah. Let's play the next one by uh, Chung Yung, 82. Here we go. Very important. The Republic of Korea, the United States, and our partners stand together in insisting that we not repeat the mistakes of the past and that the pressure will continue until North Korea matches its words with concrete actions. Thank you. Don't mis- don't don't mistake the don't repeat the mistakes of the past. The other presidents, Clinton, Bush, Obama. Funny how that works, isn't it? Uh one more from Brad Blakeman 84. We played but right before the break. No other president could do this cuz Trump does things that are unpredictable and not by the book and that kind of stuff. But then, then just listen to this. Brad Blakeman, last night on Tucker's show. Here we go. Well, in Trump vernacular, this is huge. It really is because it came out of left field. And I think it came out of a, out of a policy that was so dramatically different than President Obama. Strategic patience for Obama versus enough BS from Trump. He had it. He put sanctions on. He got the Chinese mm-hmm. to do things they were never willing to do under the prior administration. And we gave up nothing for this meeting. Sanctions continue, our, our joint exercises continue, and there may be a meeting in May with the president. He accepted, but there's a lot of groundwork to be laid before that meeting will be had. So Trump's been able to do things that no other president was able to do, right? That's what they're saying. That, that's, it's, it's true. He's squeezing, I'm telling you, all, the, all these, the tariffs, the steel, everything. Listen, North Korea... I think uh, has, has was got a talking to from China because China buys a lot of minerals. North Korea does mining. It's how they make a lot of their money. And they, they, they sell it to China. We don't like that, but we've had presidents both sides of the aisle look the other way while it's happened. 
And now that these tariffs are coming down, China realizes Trump means business. And I think they had to talk to a North Korean and said, you, get, you better stop your crap. You don't think that it's a coincidence that the same day that Trump says, all right, tariffs, and he does them to hurt China, not to hurt Mexico or Canada, to hurt China. The same day that happens, all of a sudden North Korea is like, yeah, you know what, uh, we'll, we'll stop this for now and, uh, and we'll talk. Wouldn't that be, we'll, we, we'll, we'll talk and yeah, love to meet you. You don't think that's a, is that a coincidence? You think that's just dumb luck? Come on. Come on. But still, even though Trump orchestrated this whole thing and nothing to do with the State Department, nothing. Steve Ratner this morning on Morning Joe, let's play 91, please. 91. Um, this is what uh, Steve Ratner said. Here we go. Well, what could be really dangerous is if he goes in there, as he's wont to do, utterly unprepared, right. unaccompanied, mm-hmm. with no idea of what the real issues are, with none of the historical context that Andrea just uh, well, went I, through I, I so was, well. I was just going to say. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be terrible. All this stuff, unprepared. The guy orchestrated this whole thing, and they still think he's unprepared, and he's an idiot, and he's a moron, and he's dumb. Is that not amazing or what? He's just dumb and he's stupid and he's unprepared and he's not prepared and blah, blah. No matter what it is, you want us to hear something even funnier. Nobody gives a crap about this. You know, this Stormy Daniels, this porn star that claims, oh, Trump had an affair with me and he, I got paid hush money and I could talk about it now because I, I didn't say he didn't sign the, the non-disclosure. I didn't sign whatever it is, blah, 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 blah. You know, she's going on like a nationwide like strip club tour or something like that. This is publicity. She's doing this on purpose. Nationwide, huh? Yeah. Oh, stop it. What? I mean, you know, maybe we could interview her, oh, her God. here. On location? she comes on location. Uh-huh. So. You got a business card I can borrow? No. Oh. No? I really don't. No, I really don't. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Stormy Daniels, she's going to be on 60 Minutes, all this other stuff. Nobody, does anybody, can you ever talk to somebody right now? They're like, oh, you know, this Stormy Daniels thing is really bad. It's bad. The dude survived the all-access Hollywood tape, and that was a plan. We're used to this stuff. We look at everything, thanks to the media being so biased, as skeptical. I don't know about you. I don't, everything they do, I just don't trust it. I just sit back and I say, hmm, what's the reason they're reporting this? Why are they doing this? I mean, it's all, they're all trying to, they're doing whatever they can to try to just take them down in that aspect. I mean, think about it. They want to go with this Stormy Daniels thing, but the media sat on a photo of Obama with Louis Farrakhan, the Jew-hating racist piece of crap that he is. They sat on that for years. Photo taken in 2005. So uh, this morning, Morning Joe and Mika, the lovebirds, 89, I swear to God, you can't make, the, you can't make up this stuff, 89, um... You got to hear they, they don't want to give Trump credit on North Korea. L- listen to this. Here we go. It's a deflection. Of course, it's a deflection. Willie. It, it, from Stormy? Well, yes, of course. From <laughs> but Stormy. Who, can, who can keep their it's eyes hard. off the whole Stormy situation? Certainly not. This is just a listen. This whole deal with North Korea, the fact that Kim Jong-un is willing to um, give up his nuke program. We'll see if he does. It's all just a distraction, so nobody pays attention to this washed-up porn star. I mean, it's... it's. I have more soundbites to the media. It's just too much. It's too funny. We'll continue. Uh, I'll get your comments. 880-KNST, 
It is, it is beautiful. It is absolutely beautiful. Uh, we'll continue. Morning Ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Oh, how you doing? It is Friday, March 9th. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST, AM 790. Tucson's most stimulating talk. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, little rocket man blinks. That's right. Uh, North Korea, the dictator there, Kim Jong-un has told South Korea that, uh, listen, I'd like to meet uh, President Trump. Love to meet President Trump. I will stop uh, missile testing. Uh, I will talk about uh, getting rid of our nuclear weapons. All this stuff. All this. I I would like to meet with Trump about that. South Korea thanked Trump. They said that uh, it was Trump's leadership that made this happen. And Trump said he will agree. He agreed to meet Kim Jong-un before May. But he is not holding, he's not, he's not giving up anything. He's not easing up at all. Uh, Trump tweeted, great progress, progress being made, but sanctions will remain until an agreement is reached, meeting being planned. How about that? Uh, a lot of people didn't think this would actually happen, and it actually is. We'll get into why this happened. Uh, coming up, second thing that I think you need to know, jobs report. Uh, a couple days ago, I told you about the ADP jobs report, 235,000 jobs added. Labor Department comes out and says, well, we expected 200,000 and 313,000 jobs were added. And, and, wages up 2.6% year over year. 61,000 construction jobs, that led the way. Retail and professional and business services, 50,000 apiece. Manufacturing added 31,000 jobs. Trump's just going to destroy everything with his tariffs. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. By the way, Jeff Flake uh, already uh, trying to get a bill passed to nullify Trump's tariffs. Mm-hmm. Mining saw 9,000 new jobs. Nothing to do with tax cuts, right? Nothing at all. Mm -hmm. Third thing I think you need to know, and this is a great local story. Apparently, it's a story when a local politician goes on a website. Uh, Tucson Councilwoman Regina Romero told Bud Foster she signed the left-wing environmental billionaire wacko Tom Steyer's website to impeach Trump. And 5 million people have. Why is it a story if Regina Romero does it? She says people push back against her gender and her ethnicity. So she's used to that, which I don't understand what it's on International Women's Day, whatever. But then you start thinking and think about this. How did Bud Foster find out about this? She must have called him. Normal people would say, well, that's nice that you signed it. How the hell is that a story? Who cares? But instead, Bud Foster goes and does a a hit piece on Trump and puts Regina in great light, showing how biased Bud press release Foster is. I have the information on my Facebook page. You can see it there as well as the story. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Those are three things I think you need to know. Press release Bud Foster. You got It's just the best. The best. Man, oh man, oh man. Um, now, let's talk about North Korea for just a second. So, uh, I played the soundbite earlier. The South Korean National Security Director, Chung Yong-un, I, I think said Kim Jong wants to uh, he wants to talk. He wants to talk. Uh some some people are actually uh, happy with this. And by the way, some of these people that are happy with this are the same ones that were mad that when Trump went to the UN he called uh 
Kim Jong-un Rocket Man. That when he put on Twitter, he called him Rocket Man. This is, this, I'm telling you, this Trump, he's going to cause a world war. He's going to make the nukes fly everywhere. Apparently not. Apparently not. There are still some people that are very skeptical, though. Uh, Colorado Senator Cory Gardner, a Rubio lover, a uh, swamp monster. This guy is just, he's, he's a, he called into the show one time. If, if you've listened to the show for a while, it's about two and a half years ago. Not quite three years ago. He called in to, uh, as, as a, uh, uh, not a, not a spokesperson, why can't I think of the term, a surrogate for Marco Rubio. Calls into the show. Honestly, I wasn't even, expe- I don't think I was even expecting it. He just, people just called the hotline. And I was told, is Corey Gardner wants to talk about Rubio? Okay, cool. And I started grilling him about all the crap that Rubio's done. And he's like, I don't know that. I, I don't, look, I'm sure to tell you, you know, Marco's good. It proved how dumb this guy is. Anyway, uh, Corey Gardner. Republican senator from Colorado said, quote, the price of admission for Trump and Kim meeting must be complete, verifiable and irreversible denuclearization of the Korean Peninsula. No crap, dude. Do you not think that Trump knows what he's doing in this aspect? Democratic Senator Ed Markey, Massachusetts, said this is the beginning of a long diplomatic process. Trump needed to avoid unscripted remarks that could derail it. Again, the guy, he's done more than any president on North Korea. And they still act like he's an idiot. Some guy named Evan Medeiros, a former advisor in the Obama administration, which, by the way, if you're an advisor in Obama administration, you're not very bright. Seriously. I mean, you guys gave $150 billion to Iran. What kind of advice do you give? How smart are you? Anyway, he said, you got to love this, he warned uh, that Kim could be playing the South Korean president, or he played him, and he's now playing Trump. He'll never give up his nukes. All right, then bad things are going to happen. Bad things are going to happen. Remember the media, they started flipping out when Trump uh, not only called him Rocket Man and stuff, but he started talking about fire and fury. He said, if he, t- if he attacks Guam, meaning Kim Jong-un, there's going to be bad stuff, stuff this guy's never seen before. It'll be the end of him. You can't say that. It's like the media wanted to, they, they, they treat a murderous dictator with more respect, better and nicer than they treat Donald Trump. Now, I even have a soundbite of that, actually. We'll get into more of this. Uh, you got to love a montage, 83, if you don't mind. 83. This is the media back uh, last year going after Trump for being tough on a murderous dictator. Listen to this. He wasn't a president, he was a preacher up there, given his dark worldview. It's really frightening to hear an American president talk about obliterating any other country. The rhetoric was, was, was irresponsible. It irresponsible. was uh, put many world leaders on edge. Uh, and frankly, it was contradictory in many, many places. I'd call it a simplistic axis of evil speech on steroids. Oh. I mean, you one, had a okay, lot hold on, of, one more time. You know, simplistic axis of evil. On steroids. Does this go down in the history of weird UN speeches? It is certainly an unusual speech. Mm. A weird speech. Uh, Rocket man insulting Kim Jong-un. Yeah. He insulted him so much that he's now coming to the table. He's coming to the table. Hilarious. And the fact that Morning Joe and his uh, fiance Mika's face actually said that Trump's doing this to distract from the Stormy Daniels scandal. 
Really? Really? It's incredible. Well, maybe they'll focus on it on the show and drive watchers away. Things are looking good. Uh, Meek Interface. Oh, Meek Interface. We'll focus on uh, Stormy Daniels then. (laughs) If that's what you guys want to do, go for it. Have at it. You're right. They're being exposed over and over and over again. Over and over again. Uh, There was a story on foxnews.com that this meeting, the Trump Kim meeting, proves the president's strategy has worked. Written by Robert Charles in his opinion piece. Uh, And he brings up some good points, right? President Trump's engaged, creative, and blunt approach with artful backroom diplomacy has turned the dial. And it is backroom diplomacy. Again, he hit him from all sides, economic sides. I'm tough. My button's bigger than your button. All this stuff. He, He tweeted that. Media freaks out. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. So, um, a decision to meet has been decided, but they don't know about where, when, any of this stuff. Anyway, um, will it be successful? Who knows? We don't know. Even Trump is downplaying that. Let's go back in history. This is why you got to have a grain of salt with this, because you might be surprised that murderous, dictatorist regimes lie. Right? They lie. But this is all related, I'm telling you, to, to, to economic sanctions, to the tariffs, every, it's all in one. So let's go back to this. In, eight, in 1985, pressured, by, uh, pressured hard by Ronald Reagan, North Korea, led by the uh, current fat guy's grandfather, signed the Nuclear Non-Proliferation Treaty. <clears throat> Everyone was happy, world celebrated. That triggered a running clock, a running of the clock on an 18-month signing of the safeguards of implementing this nuclear non-proliferation treaty. The North Koreans ignored it. Suddenly, they demanded South Korea drop nuclear weapons. Six years later, President George H.W. Bush withdrew all American nuclear weapons from overseas, including South Korea, in order to induce the Soviets to do the same. At that time, North Korea finally signed the safeguards agreement. Reversal again was very fast. That same year, North Korea was caught and sanctioned for missile proliferation and cheating on the nuclear non-proliferation treaty with a rogue plutonium reprocessing plant. They don't, bad, you know, again, this is like gun control. Bad people do not follow laws. This is a bad regime. They're not going to follow treaties. What do they care? By early 1993, by the way, you got to love that brilliance by the first Bush president. I mean, oh, these people, they're all so, so much smarter than Trump. By early 93, the North Koreans had firmly refused International Atomic Energy Agency inspections, the IAEA. Later that year, they doubled back. They allowed them, in theory, if the West would pledge not to ever attack, which, of course, we did. Sure. That was under Clinton. But in 94, North Korea was caught red-handed again, this time producing enough plutonium for one or two nuclear weapons. That was 24 years ago. Funny thing, North the North had done this all Cheating. I've done all this cheating while allowing the IAEA inspections to other locations. When caught by the IAEA with plutonium reprocessing plant, North Korea summarily quit their treaty. So, there you go. Um, Moving the goalposts, everything else. This is what they do. Former President Jimmy Carter flew to North Korea, flew over to North Korea, magically announced he had negotiated a freeze on their nuclear program. The world celebrated. Again, we know it didn't work. It didn't work. Kim Jong 
toyed with agreements halting nuclear weapons and missile development, but suddenly demanded compensation from America for giving them up. Unlike Obama's choice in giving Iran a lot of money, Clinton gave nothing to North Korea. It was a smart move. But soon enough, more cheating produced American sanctions. Without Chinese support, they failed. Over the next 20 years, the North Korean nuclear weapons and missile programs continued their unmitigated, undeterred, and largely ignored advance. So you have all this going on. Again, China didn't crack down on them. China had their back. Again, it's not a coincidence that the day the tariffs are announced, North Korea is like, we'll talk now. Because China's like, we are going to lose now because of the tariffs. We're going to lose bigly. Hey, North Korea, enough is enough. Our bluff has been called. We had a good run. But you got to stop this crap. Today, things are definitely different, writes Robert Charles. America's economic and military might, might are locked, loaded, and ready, unlike Obama. Current sanctions are real, robust, and bound to bite. China is finally helping, and America's credibility has been boldly restored. But we've got to find out. Is North Korea serious? We'll find out. Again, the meeting's there. Doesn't mean all of a sudden everything's going to happen. All, the things, all of a sudden everything's going to be great. We don't know. We don't know. But this is something that has never happened before. Something that has never happened before. And uh, the media, oh, the media. You know, as a matter of fact, I'm going to play for you a couple more sound bites when we get back. Even an Obama person was like, Obama wanted to do this. Why didn't it happen? Why didn't it happen? I got that for you coming up. There's more, too. There is some media sound bites of them actually complimenting Trump. We'll get to those. Don't go in here. At about 7.40 this morning, there is a video going out that's viral. Border Patrol stopping a car in the middle of the road, arresting a mother, a woman, pulling her out of her car, arresting her, driving up, her kids crying in the background. But wait till you hear what this woman did. They like to leave that part out. Oh, my goodness. It is coming up. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. <laughs> Hello, 728. Thank you for hanging out. Uh, it's going to be mostly cloudy, but about 81 today. Tomorrow, what are we looking at? Uh, let me get my uh, 81 again, 76 Sunday. So it's a hell of a lot better than Nor'easter situations. Win tickets. It's the Old Tucson's Spirit of the West Fest. They're celebrating it. It's March 16th through 18th. You can win tickets to this and get down to Old Tucson. Go to KNST.com, win some tickets. Um, Kelly Ward coming up at uh, 9, 10 this morning to talk about all kinds of things. North Korea, Trump's way of doing it. She visited the border, uh, sanctuary cities, what she saw down there, sanctuary cities, what she'd like to see done, the tariffs, does she agree, not agree. Uh, all that stuff is happening when uh, Kelly Ward joins us at 9.10 this morning. And then I just found out, get this really quick, uh, apparently, I mean, she's she's in business. Um, political reporting. Texas billionaire Andy Beal donated a $500,000 check, gave, not, gave a $500,000 check, to a super PAC supporting Kelly Ward. Uh, that's the uh, b- single biggest contributor to the Kelly PAC so far this cycle. Gaining momentum. Gaining momentum. 
I think people are really starting to see Martha for exactly who she is. Now, granted, look, don't get me wrong. If Martha somehow does win and she goes against Kirsten Cinema, you can't let Kirsten Cinema win. I'm just telling you right now. I'm just telling you. You're going to give me, no, I'm going to stay home. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, like Reagan said, if you can get 80% of what you want, go back get the other 20% later. Just, just throwing that out there. All right, so um, 88. They still don't get it. Remember Evelyn Farkas? 88. I know I, people told me Scott Farkas, the ultimate Farkas. That's the, the one from the Christmas story. And then there's the Farkas, the bra salesman from Seinfeld, Sid Farkas. This is Evelyn Farkas. She's the one that accidentally had uh, diarrhea of the mouth like an idiot. And on uh, MSNBC admitted that uh, the Obama administration was spying on Trump and why they were doing it and all kinds of stuff. Remember, we played those sound bites forever, forever. Well, she's still, this is amazing to me, she's still looked at as an expert. And she's on, I think it was MSNBC. And uh, number 88, Trump gets this, he gets this, this deal right now, this meeting, Kim Jong-un says, uncle, I want to meet with you. And Evelyn Farkas uh, said this uh, on MSNBC. Here we go. But we have to maintain the pressure because remember what got them to the table, the sanctions and unfortunately, probably some of the bluster coming out of the White House. So unfortunately, probably some of the bluster. That's the guy gets the job done and they still can't give credit. Funny how that happens. Throw me up over there a little, if you don't mind. This is just a little bit of um, CNN and the media actually giving Trump credit. I swear to God, this is this. This is not this is not fake. Pigs aren't flying. Listen, here we go. This is this all right. Is uh, that was a stunning statement. Let's just start with the most stunning part of the South uh, Korean official. That was official. the uh, national security advisor uh, for South Korea, Jong Ho Young, and Jong-Hoi he Yong. is saying that in his meeting with President Trump, President Trump uh, expressed his eagerness to. Um, or, I'm sorry, Kim Jong Un expressed his eagerness to meet President Trump as soon as possible. That is an incredible thing, and I don't think there's anybody watching this or any expert on, on Korea who expected uh, that response at this time. Mm-hmm. Pretty stunning. Just an extraordinary evening, and of course, opening the door to the big question. President Trump can truly solve this problem. Uh, that would be going down as a great president. And there's no Whoa. way around that. That is the reality here. Whoa. We'll have more on that later. 732 uh, coming up in about uh, six, seven minutes. Uh, this story about a video, a video going viral. A uh, Hispanic woman stopped her car stopped by Border Patrol agents. She is pulled out of it and then arrested and they drive off and her kids are crying. They're like teenage kids they're older teenage kids they're crying they're freaking out and then it's being used going viral look at the border patrol agents they're pulling mothers out of cars they're pulling them out and they're dragging them out and arresting them this is terrible wait till you hear what this mother was doing oh wow they like they leave this part out of it that's coming up don't go anywhere here's the latest right now on knst from fox he gets you up, gets you going. He stimulates you. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. This song sucks. He's still learning. Yeah, Jasmine. Never any of this stuff. Oh. Hey, listen. Right, get rid of it. Get listen, it. Your, your time is over. Yesterday was International Women's Day, okay? So don't <laughs> think you could do this, play this garbage today. Anyway, uh, three things I think you need to know. <laughs> oh, speaking of International Women's Day, what, what? Uh, I did find out Stormy Daniels' uh, schedule. She doesn't come to Arizona, unfortunately. Oh. But she'll be in San Diego. So if you want to make a Close little enough. road trip, yeah. Close enough. enough. And 60 Minutes is going to have her on. <laughs> or you could just go to the internet and see more of Stormy Daniels than you normally would <laughs> on 60 Minutes. It's up to you. All right, three <laughs> things that I think you need to know 
uh, is number one, uh, Trump, he uh, looks like he has broke, he has broken Kim Jong-un, Kim Jong-un uh, telling South Korea, look, I will uh, stop testing missiles. Uh, I want to meet with Trump. Uh, let's talk about getting rid of my nukes. Wow, that is freaking huge, huge. Uh, and Trump is very skeptical. He said, we're not, we're not letting up on any of the sanctions. Until there's an agreement in place, we're going to keep going forward with what we've been doing, which is breaking him, breaking him. All right, so second thing I think you need to know, uh, and, and this is huge, jobs, 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 jobs. Uh, economic experts, the ones that said Trump would destroy everything, said 200,000 jobs for February. That's what we think. Labor Department just said uh, 313,000 jobs in February. Manufacturing jobs, construction jobs, all added. 313,000 jobs. Uh, fantastic, right? Third thing I think you need to know, Regina Romero, Tucson Councilman Regina Romero, apparently decided to call, because there's no other way the guy would find out. She called Bud Foster. She, I'm telling you, this is what happened. She must have called Bud Foster and said, can you do a story uh, because I think Trump should be impeached. Well, what are, what are you saying about that? Because Bud, you know, press release Bud Foster, or Bud press release Foster, KOLD. Um, she signed, she, I signed the same petition as 5 million other people put up by Tom Steyer, the billionaire left-wing wacko that hates Trump. Well, that sounds like a story to me. I'll be right there. And they did a story of about her going to a website. It shows you how biased Bud Foster is. Uh, and by the way, if he thinks that's a story, he has no journalistic credibility whatsoever. It's on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. You can see that story. It's so bad. Like and follow my Facebook page. Three things I think you need to know. I mean, it's, it's really bad. Again, he just got exposed, Bud friggin' Foster. We'll do more on that at 8 o'clock, because I think it's that funny. We have a lot to get to. Uh, now, this, this, is what the, this is what the kooks, this is what the kooks do. The uh, kooky people, the illegal alien lovers, the amnesty people, you name it, right? Um, they try to take things out of context and hold it against you. Now, uh, I don't know about you. Again, if you're here illegally, you're breaking the law. You get caught, you, you, you deport it. I mean, you're breaking the law. There's this viral video that is out there. And it's viral because they want you to have an emotional breakdown or something, right? Um, I saw it on the Gateway Pundit. Border Patrol arresting an illegal alien mom. And there were a couple people that started taping this. This mother, she's being dragged out of her car. They literally stop. Border Patrol stops her. uh, Stops her vehicle. And they pull her out. And they put her in their car. And they drive off. And meanwhile, her teenage kids are, and they're, they're not like 11-year-olds or 13. They're, they're older kids. But still, I don't blame them. Five parents are getting dragged out by authorities. Who wouldn't cry, right? I mean, let's just be honest there. But still, still, there were videos posted to Twitter by a reporter named Luis Gomez with the San Diego Union Tribune. Uh, there's another one. Um, Border Patrol agents stop a family in the middle of the street, forcibly take the mom of these girls shove her into a patrol vehicle, drive away. Well, that just sounds terrible. I mean, this is what we're talking about. This is, this is what's going on. This, you know, this is Trump, and, and he's just a, a, a racist, and that he's breaking up families and stuff like that. Okay. And this reporter, by the way, Luis Gomez of San Diego Union Tribune, tweeted, horrifying scene in National City near San Diego, a Border Patrol agent stop a family in the middle of the street, Forcibly take the mother of these girls, shove her in a patrol vehicle, and then drive away. And he put the videos out there. 
Oh, there's more to this. Her name is Perla Morales-Luna. Before I tell you the money part of this, there is a uh, pro-illegal alien group, whatever, as a website, latinorebels.com. And they put viral videos of Border Patrol undercover arrest show mother being removed in front of her kids. <gasps> right? So this website's mad. They're like, we contacted Border Patrol. We want to know why they did this. What is going on? And think, What are they doing? So Customs and Border Patrol out in San Diego responded to these, these freaks, these open borders monsters. You ready? You ready? Well, you know, before I even give you that money part, I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you a lot. I apologize. But it's true. Some woman who claims she's a teacher, uh, her name is uh, Judith Castro-Rangel, put out, a, a, I guess, a thing on, on Facebook <clears throat> in Spanish and in English. Please share. Breaks my heart to know that this is the mother of one of my students. The brutalized injustice that is happening in this country is sad. My people, this battle continues. and We should not give up. I'll be aware of the development of this case Please share. It happened in National City, San Diego. The subjects dressed as civilians detained Perla Morales at the head of her three daughters, whom Border Patrol left alone after brutally arresting their mother. This must take change. No more separation for fam- from families. Published with permission from blah, blah, blah. Okay, so she put all that. This Latino uh, Rebels website put her statement out there, and they demanded a statement from, from Customs and Border Patrol from San Diego. You ready for this? They released a statement. <clears throat> Perla Morales hyphen Luna, that's the one that was the mom, was identified as an organizer for a transnational criminal smuggling organization operating in East County, San Diego. She was arrested as a result of a targeted operation on March 3rd, 2018 in National City for being in the country illegally. She is currently in Border Patrol custody awaiting transfer to ICE for removal proceedings. Yes. That's what's going on. They're acting as if she's an angel. She's only here illegally. There's nothing else going on. This is just terrible, right? This is just awful. She is an organizer of a transnational criminal smuggling organization. This is terrible. They're separating families. She is smuggling humans. Don't you hear people say, you know, Human trafficking is the worst and stuff like that and blah, blah, blah. I mean, don't you, don't you hear that stuff, right? Are the amnesty-loving people, are the illegal alien lovers, the illegal aliens, are, are they looking the other way? She's here illegally, and on top of that, she's the organizer of a smuggling organization. They left that part out when they tried to make this video go viral. Just tries to make Border Patrol look bad. Yep. How many people were assaulted, left for dead, sexually assaulted, you name it, as they made their way up to this country to meet with this woman as she was part of the transnational criminal smuggling organization? Yeah. Bye, Felicia. Pretty incredible stuff, huh? Pretty incredible stuff. Uh, 749. We'll continue. Because it's that good. Uh, at 8.10 this morning, we have to get into uh, the Regina Romero stuff in, in more detail because it is some of the most incredible stuff. We also have to get into uh, TPD. The, finally, somebody we talked about it a couple days ago, and uh, one of the local stations did a story on the fact that there are now less than 800 sworn police officers in Tucson. 
Uh, it's it's it hasn't been that way since the eighties. And a, an officer commented on that. We'll get to that as well. Don't go anywhere. Morning ritual. Garrett Lewis, KNST AM seven ninety Tucson's most stimulating talk. Hello, 807. It is your morning ritual with me, Garrett Lewis, on this Friday, March 9th. We've made it. Doesn't it seem like the Oscars were so long ago and it was like, what, five days ago, six days ago? We talked about it on Monday. Isn't that crazy? It's just flying right by. There are three things, by the way, that I think you need to know. Number one. All of a sudden, Trump's tough talk. Remember Jeff Flake's like, words matter, Mr. President. Words matter. Yeah, apparently they do. They got uh, Kim Jong-un to tell South Korea, I want to meet Trump. I'm willing to, uh, I'm not going to fire off any missiles. And I'm willing to talk about getting rid of my nuke program. And he could be lying. He's an evil dictator. But he wants to do it. So there's going to be a meeting before May, somewhere, sometime. Nothing has been, nothing has been decided yet. Trump made this happen pretty damn quickly because he didn't do the appeasement thing. There wasn't strategic patience. It was, this is it, buddy. I'm going to blow your butt up if you keep doing this crap. And on top of that, we're going to squeeze you with sanctions. We're going to crush your economy. Uh, they are virtually bankrupt. They are. Do you know that the North Korea, and I have a soundbite of this coming up, but the North Korean country, is uh, their, their whole economy is $14 billion. You might think that's a lot, but it really isn't. When you consider South Korea, is, uh, their economy is valued at $1.2 trillion. So they're going broke. They're going broke pretty, uh, pretty quickly, right? So uh, he stands up to a dictator, and look what happens. Man. Second thing that I think you need to know, uh, and, 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 and by the way, just all the things about it. We'll, we'll get to this. The, 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 my button's bigger than yours. Rocket Man. This, I mean, it's just incredible stuff. Uh, second thing that I think you need to know, jobs numbers are just absolutely fantastic. There's a lot of winning going on today. There's a lot of winning. Um, 313,000 jobs added, according to the Labor Department. The experts expected 200,000. We have a record 155 million, 215,000 people employed. Um, black and Hispanic unemployment rate, historic lows. While well, the black is 6.9%. It was 6.8 in, in December. Hispanic, I believe, what I say is a 4.9 or 4.1? 4.9. Um, so, yeah, apparently, obviously, Trump must hate. He's a total racist as he fights really hard to make sure that every American, including blacks and Hispanics, can find work. Oh, yeah. But obviously, this is Obama's doing, right? So the economy is just crushing it right now. Mining jobs added. Construction jobs led the way. Manufacturing jobs were up. I mean, it's just it's, it's pretty cool. Third thing that I think you need to know, we'll get into this in a second also, Regina Romero. It's time to hashtag impeach Regina. Uh, Regina Romero, who literally has done nothing good for Tucson. Nothing. And it's not just her, by the way, but she's part of the problem. She apparently goes on a website on International Women's Day and signs the left-wing kooky Tom Steyer. He's the billionaire that hates Trump, environmental billionaire. He has a petition. Let's impeach Trump. She signs it. She must have called up Bud Foster from Tucson News Now and goes, I just signed a petition to impeach Trump. Well, I'll do a story on that. That sounds pretty good, yeah. So Bud press release High Pants Foster over at Tucson News Now goes and interviews her about going to a website and signing a petition. And in related news, Chuck Huckleberry had a pizza for lunch. We'll find out how, where, and when. I mean, wow, what a story. They're all, they're all buddies. You can't trust a damn thing Bud Foster does for you. Press release Bud Foster. But I got this story. I was on a website. I'll be right there. Saves me some trouble. I got to get a two-minute package on the air tonight. I'll just do that, yeah. 
What a clown. Three things I think you need to know. By the way, that, I have that story on my Facebook page, the video, everything. Facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. I also tweeted it, at Garrett Lewis, so like and follow me everywhere. Why wouldn't you? But just just don't like and follow me home. Anyway, um, what, is that bad? Well, it depends. There's a line. We generally cross it, but there's a line. I that made people waiting for you at your house. Yes. Yeah, nice. You have something in your throat there, tough yeah, guy. Yeah, it was a... <clears throat> yeah. Candy bar. Uh, an hour from now, Kelly Ward will be on to talk about the North Korea situation. She visited the border, what she thinks uh, about it, how bad it is in her eyes. Sanctuary cities, tariffs, you name it, we're on it. That's an hour from now. Before we play the Regina Romero stuff, uh, Jack, welcome to KNST. Hello, Jack. Hey. Just, it's pretty amazing with uh, news stories coming down the last 24 hours. Uh, when the president stands up to uh, a death spot, they want to uh, change a little bit. I remember back during the 80s, Reagan dropped a couple bombs and Gaddafi goes, hey, maybe I'll cool, cool it for a while. You know, mm-hmm. and then in, uh, when Bush, too, went into Iran, Gaddafi uh, also said, hey, come on in, check my stuff out. I got nothing, you know. Now, Trump talks tough to uh, Rocket Boy and all of a sudden he wants to uh, to talk. Amazing what a little bit of show of strength will do. Yep, I mean, you tell your kids to stand up to bullies as much as they possibly can, right? That's what you oh, do. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. what you do. Uh, yeah. And yet the media still doesn't want to give him respect on that, by the way. They, so we played a little montage where they, the CNN chick did a little bit. But we have, I mean, we had Morning Joe and Mika's face actually say that Trump only did this to distract people from Stormy Daniels. Oh, kind of like uh, Bos- a bombing in Kosovo yeah. when, uh, when yep. Congress was looking into uh, impeaching the Bill. Thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. funny how that works. Yeah, 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 funny how that works, isn't it? Crazy. Yeah, it wasn't to change the subject back then, but now it is. Yes, it is. Great points, Jack. Thank you, man. Take care. You know what? Before we play Regenerate, play the uh, Morning Joe and Mika's face. That's one of my favorites this morning. Eighty-nine. Um, what the Lovebirds are on the set, and again. Literally, South Korea is like, holy crap, Kim Jong-un wants to, uh, he says he will not fire off any missiles anymore. It ain't going to happen, right? Not going to happen. And um, he wants to talk to Trump over his nuke program. He's he's possibly willing to get rid of it. Holy crap. And then this is the analysis from Mika's face and uh, her fiance, Joe. Here we go. It's a deflection? Of course it's a deflection. Willie, it, it, From Stormy? Well, yes, of course from <laughs> but Stormy. But who can, who can keep their it's eyes hard. off the whole Stormy situation? Certainly. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that uh, maybe they can realize that they are so dangerous in their own minds because they're mental. They probably shouldn't own firearms. It's true. Uh, by the way, nothing, amazingly enough, nothing from Jeff Flake like, that's great work. Because, again, he's the words matter. Words matter. Yeah, they do. When he said, my button's bigger than your button, maybe he got uh, Rocket Man to think. Huh? Huh? Flake, I will immediately draft, he tweeted this yesterday, I will immediately draft and introduce legislation to nullify these tariffs, the Trump ones. I urge my colleagues to pass before this exercise in protectionism inflicts any more damage on the economy. So says globalist, open border, borderless Jeff Flake. Get out of here. All right, let's go to uh, Regina Romero. I'm telling you right now, I tweeted it out earlier, hashtag impeach Regina. Please retweet it. Follow me on Twitter, at Garrett Lewis. Impeach Regina. I I just, you know, this, I mean, she's a danger. She is a Grahalvaite. She literally 
maybe one of the most ignorant people that I have ever heard. I haven't had a chance to meet her. And again, my buddy Dominic will tell me he met she was he was talking to her years ago. And if Dominic's listening, he can call in and tell the story. She actually told him that uh, when she ran for city council, it was the first time she actually ever met business owners. She she never met anybody that ran a business. But she knew how to make rules that would affect business, right? Right? Isn't that just isn't that crazy? Now, I want you to hear this. So Regina apparently signs this petition on International Women's Day. See, because Regina is one of those that thinks Trump's racist and I'm racist and you're racist. Yet she's the one that always classifies people, puts them in categories, labels them as a woman, a Hispanic, um, a man, a white this, a this. Oh, yeah, everything she does is all about race. She was against Tucson being hands-free for cell phones because she said it would lead to uh, racial profiling where the Tucson police would pull over more minorities versus whites. I don't even know what the hell she's talking about when it comes to that, but whatever. Um, she's, she's messed up, man. So apparently she goes on a website and signs a petition, and that's a news story in the eyes of Bud High Pants Foster. Maybe his pants were jacked up so high his brain... No, he's literally, he's just... He's, he's buddies with all these people. They, you know, he's, the, he's their PR person <laughs> as, as working at KOLD, Tucson News Now. This is a news story, huh? So uh, anyway, he talks to her, and the first thing she says is probably my favorite, but it's all great. I mean, it's really, it's all fantastic. 94, uh, even, the whole story's about her signing a petition to impeach Trump, and she has no idea why or whatever, but just listen, listen to this. I'm used to pushback. I'm used to people uh, using my gender and my ethnicity uh, against me. What What does that have to do with anything? What are you, you tough because of that? Oh, I'm just, I'm a, it's International Women's Day and I'm used to this. Yes. Who's using your, I'm using your words and your lack of intelligence against you. Oh my God. Is that bad? No, it's true. I'm being honest. Stop using me. I use you for your body. It was a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. There's no button over here. I'm not Al Hour. It's a joke. It's a joke. That's fine. There's no button. You wouldn't need a button. I can't lock the door. What? What? So anyway, what? What what does it have to do with anything? I keep getting this. I just got a tweet. She needs to go. As a Hispanic member of this community, I'm disgusted. That's one. I got another one. I got a lot of tweets this morning. Another person said that. uh, Oh yeah, here we go. Uh, the only reason Regina Romero thinks Trump should be impeached is because he's a white Republican. This Hispanic supports him and doesn't see race like D's always do. There's always more. I mean, this is embarrassing. So, okay, the next soundbite. Again, I just, people, I'm used to using people my gender against me. Who are you hanging Who uses their gender against you? Well, that guy on the radio calls me Regina, and that rhymes with. Apparently, nobody has a sense of humor. You could be a when I make fun of everybody else. That's a man. Do I use it? I do it because of their gender, also. Right. And I say the Regina thing. We have a lot of Canadians here. They say Regina as Regina, Regina Saskatchewan, mm-hmm. an organization. And it's just funny that it's Regina because it gets under her skin, obviously. 95, she's more than welcome to come on the show. 
No, I wouldn't hold it against her because she's a woman. They never I, email what? me back. What? I'm kidding. See, I'm kidding. See, we we joke. See, we do a lot of things. We do series. We joke on this show. They never emailed you back after. I remember you. You texted her like 85 times, and then she texted you back, yeah, right? And, and, and she's like, "Contact this person." And that person never got back to you. Nope. You know what? Are they just? Is she just sexist? She won't get back to you because you're a man. Well, Ryan Ryan's used to his gender being used against him, and his ethnicity because he's Hispanic. And I, and I like it. <laughs> and I like it. And by the way, there's a bunch of crap. We've gone over this. Ryan is Hispanic and thinks guacamole is disgusting. Gross. And I love it. You're the worst. <clears throat> so there's that. 95, why Regina Romero? Blech. This is from the Bud Foster. I mean, this is uh, this is Emmy. Is it Emmy? What do you win? Do you win something? What award do you win? This is, I mean, this is this is Edward R. Murrow like right here. Uh, this, this story, why she signed the petition for uh, Trump's impeachment. Here we go. We can't just sit down and take it. We need mm. to defend and advocate defend for that. our democracy. Right. So I'm just wondering. I mean, you think, again, if Bud had any anything left, he'd say, defend what? Like, what exactly is wrong here? What? De- how is democracy not being defended? Explain it. Hashtag impeach Regina. 96, she explains why she wants Trump to be impeached right here. Just here we go. This is later on in the story. Go ahead. I am not alone. There are people throughout this country and in this community that believe that Trump is unfit to be the president of this country. Like why? Is it because you agree with Nancy Pelosi because he came up? She thinks that Vladimir Putin told him about, about the term crooked Hillary. Well, he came up with the term crooked Hillary, so he should be impeached. Swear to God, we've played that sound a million times on the show. You're not getting it. A million times. He is unfit because he eats McDonald's and he likes to run around and, yeah, and is that what it jog is? and exercise. He got, he got cleared by the doctor. I know. I don't know. I know. So he's unfit. In what way? In what way? Nothing from Bud Foster because he's not going to ask that because he wasn't told to. Bud, come do a story on me. It's Women's Day and I signed a, a, an online petition to get rid of Trump. Hey, bud, come do a story. I just signed up for Groupon. Come do a story. Can you do that, please? Oh, yeah. Yep, I signed up for Groupon. I now get their newsletters every single day. I get their email blasts so I can find out what's on sale. Come do a story on that. Oh, man. Uh, <clears throat> hey, hey, bud, I just subscribed uh, to... Uh... <laughs> I can't even do is how stupid it is. Good story. 97. 97. Um, just listen to this. Because it's Women's Day, I believe mm. that we shouldn't just say, hey, you know, send out Twitter and Facebook posts and say congratulations. We actually have to do something about it. So apparently, yes, it was important to sign this petition on Women's Day. It wouldn't have been a story if she did it today or on Wednesday, apparently. But... She waited until Women's Day, but she's not sexist. What kind of congratulations do you get for Women's Day? I don't understand that. Uh, congratulations, it's Women's Day. The hey, congratulations. Proper, the, proper, the proper congratulations yeah. to a woman on Women's Day. You have to wait till next year if you didn't do it. Uh, from what I understand, is a gentle, yet at the same time firm pat on the caboose. Because I heard women like that. 
you know, and you go, hey, way to go. Good job. Good job being a woman. Here you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you just keep patting it. About 10, 15 seconds. Then you back off. And then they walk away out. <whistles> Women's day. That's what I think is the actual, that's the appropriate way. The appropriate way that you're supposed to congratulate a woman. Am I wrong? I'll, I'll Google that. Here's the thing. There's no international, <laughs> is there an internet, there's no international man's day, is there? Because if there was, listen. My birthday. <clears throat> I'd have no problem with women coming up to me. Maybe my wife would. But if they come up to me, they're like, hey, congratulations on International Man. And they, you know, grab my my behind. Good game. You know, yeah. You know, hey, you're, you're working out. I see it. Good job. Way to be a man. I have no problem with that. We're friends. Is that a European thing? <clears throat> So Regina Romero signed a petition. She signed a petition. And Bud Foster thought that was a story. So, like, here's the thing. What's worse? And I put this on my Facebook page, and I'm getting, all, I'm getting reaction. Facebook.com slash Gary Lewis Radio. What's worse? The fact that Regina Romero is so freaking stupid and pointless and useless to Tucson. Literally, she does nothing good. She thinks she really made a difference in the world by signing an online petition that literally has no interest in, no, no, it's, it has no actionable anything, no outcome whatsoever. Or is what worse that Bud Foster thought this was a news story. And the only reason he thought it was a news story is because he got called by his friend and all he does is do pro Democrat, pro liberal stories for his buddies. What's worse? 880-KNST, 880-5678. Yeah? We'll get reaction. Hang on real quick. Rodney, welcome to KNST. Hello. Uh, good morning. Uh, my comment was here, I mean, there's the International Wednesday. I mean, in the sense of equality and fairness, I mean, there has to be a men's day, or otherwise we'd be too weighted towards women, and uh, we, we can't be sexist like that. That's the true. Can't. Everything has to be equal and fair now. You're right. So, you know, so we must uh, got to check. It's got to be scheduled on the calendar somewhere because like, we can't can't go to just one gender because that'd be extremely horrible. <laughs> it would be extremely. It would be. It would not be inclusive. That's a great point, Rodney. Thank you for the phone call. You know what the uh, the, the the angry chicks would say? It's your day every day. And I'd say so. Um, you know what? A great. How would you celebrate International Man's Day? I, I have an idea. I think the best way, besides trying to grab my caboose, which if you want to say congratulations, that's fine, but I think this would be the ultimate. I think every man would agree with me. The best way to celebrate International Men's Day is to have women not talk for 24 hours. I can't disagree. Thank you. I mean, like that's like that. and you know what? I tell you, let's, I'll, I'll play fair. International Women's Day, if you don't want us to talk for 24 hours, that works for me too. What about just a free prostate exam? <laughs> oh, that's Watch. like Christmas. What <laughs> What's that? Wait, why do you have to get all violent and stuff? That's just mean. Anyway, I'm just, you know. Should I call our doctor and ask him? <laughs> International Leave Me Alone Day. <laughs> 26 uh we have we have to also we have your comment what do you think what is worse well you can comment on that we also have to get to the um it's not a threat anymore but overnight apparently a recording was sent out by tucson high 
that there was a threat to the school. And everything's okay now. They got the person. It's not even a student there. But this goes to show you that maybe they need to start talking about hardening schools and Rachel Sedgwick needs to get a clue. We'll get to that coming up. KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Anything that's, that has any bearing on our civilization, hmm. that commenting on that. I think it does, actually. No, no, see, I think you're missing it. I think it does. It points out that she literally does nothing good for Tucson. She's pointless. She's sexist. She's racist. She points. She puts everybody in a box and a label. And then on top of that, it points out how useless the media is, especially Bud Foster, who literally only does press release stuff. He try, He does pro... Well, you're just, you're just rehashing what you've already said about Well, that, but you just asked me why I did it, so I just told you. No, you're just rehashing it, but you're not addressing the meta, the, the more existential question of oh, what, is existential. It, what is it that would enable that that would have somebody try to comment so profusely and so emphatically about an inconsequential matter. Because it, it points was. out how useless and how one-sided and biased a guy like Bud Foster is. Now, I can't help it if you don't see that or you don't want to see it. So what's your point? Well, you're just repeating the same thing. That's so are you. Simple. What's your you point? You have a platform to repeat the same thing over and over again, regardless of what the caller, myself in this case, is presenting to you. Yeah, again, you're just saying there's the same a lot, thing. There's a lot, there should be a logical consistency in your uh, response oh, should to what there? I'm saying. Oh, there should, there's I mean, not. All should you there? do is keep repeating the same thing that's what because the, you're on the air. That's so what you keep doing. The same thing. Say, it over, say it again. You, there's, you keep repeating the same thing. It doesn't matter what I would present hmm. to you. You would be repeating the same thing, well, which what? is just your condemnation of these yeah. people. I'm just trying to figure so, out. Why, so wait, 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 wait. Okay, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. I just, I just have a quick question for you. Just one more time. I, I just really, I quick, would, he's still talking. I have a quick question for you. I don't. What exactly is the problem you have with what I do on the show? Well, again, the problem is, you know, when you say there's something inconsequential, then what is the point in in commenting on it? Because you're. You know, I don't understand no what you're doing right now. I just hey, I just don't understand what you're doing because you're repeating the same thing over and over and over. It's inconsequential what you're doing. There has to be some I kind know, of existential reason Absolutely. for your logic. At least I own up to it, you know, because I oh. have nothing better to do this past five minutes. You don't apparently. You know, I tell you, what's your address? We'll send your money back too for. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice laugh. Do you it, practice that? Do you do you like practice that on a, on a tape machine? Or wow, something? I do. Did you? Did you <laughs> Did you sniff paint a lot when you were younger? <laughs> what right. exactly do you do for a living? Do you work for the county? Are you friends with Bud? What do you do? No, just I want to turn, turn into your tune into your show and thought, why is this guy even doing this? Uh huh. Uh huh. Well, it's the whole fact that I yeah. Thank you. Okay. Why, I'm not why talk is this, Why is this even news coverage? <laughs> I don't understand that. Which part? Regina. Why is it that? That's why we're that, talking that's about why it. We're talking that's about why it. we're a talk station. We talk about things that happen. But like you're right, sir. It I is just, inconsequential, and it's like on TV. And that's why we point out what's the point of we comment on on things that people do, whether it's good, bad, or inconsequential, because it should be good. It should be. And when things are good, we talk about that too. But whatever. I don't have to explain myself. He's a typical. He's he's, he's a buddy. You have to explain yourself to me, though. Mister. I know. Uh, Oh man, <clears throat> this is funny. I just got this. Here's the point. This is a listener put just just uh, Michael just sent this to me. Here's a here's the point. I have a radio show. You don't. People listen. Okay. Is there anything else that uh, that he wanted to say that he can say over and over and over again? <laughs> Eight thirty. Yeah, we're really late. I apologize. That was just too funny. We'll get to the Tucson High story. Uh, uh, go uh, about the threat that happened there. Even though it it's not a threat anymore. Apparently inconsequential. We'll continue.
Uh, here's the latest from Fox. All right, 845, we're late. Because we went round and round with that guy, which is hilarious. Uh, Garrett Lewis with you. KNSTAM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. That was awesome. Three things I think you need to know. And I got texts from Digital Mike back in Chicago where it's cold and it's gross and he went there for a girl. She dump him yet? Okay. He's listening on the iHeart app. Uh, I got comments from him I got to get to in just a second. But first, three things I think you need to know. And by the way, Kelly Ward coming up at 910. Um, number one, the Trumpster uh, has broken Kim Jong-un. Broken him. Kim Jong-un told South Korea, all right, we're not going to do any more missile tests. I want to meet Trump. Now, he could be a liar because he is an evil dictator, right? But that happened. Uh, and even some people in the media are like, wow, Trump pulls this off. He could be like a great president. He's doing pretty well all right already. Second thing I think you need to know. Yeah, anyway, the, the meeting will be before May. We don't know where, where or exact date. But uh, Trump is also not backing down on sanctions. He's like, they will stay. We're going to continue to squeeze them. We're going to continue to squeeze them until uh, we get some more results. I have more soundbites i got to get to in the next hour. Man, uh, second thing I think you need to know, the economy is booming. 313,000 jobs, says the Labor Department in February. They're expecting 200,000. 313,000! And Trump is so racist that black unemployment is down to, down to 6.9%, second lowest ever in history when it was 6.8 in December. And Hispanic unemployment has stayed at a world record, a record low, I should say, 4.9%. What a racist that guy is, huh? Record number of people in the labor force. This, uh, this is pretty good stuff. Third thing I think you need to know, we've been talking about Regina Romero uh, went online and signed a petition that Trump should be impeached, which is um, about as impactful as, um, I mean, well, it's, impa- it's as impactful as uh, Chief Magnus actually doing a patrol beat. Let's put it that way, okay? Uh, there is zero impact. So uh, anyway, she called... Uh, Democratic uh, propaganda reporter, Bud Foster, at Tucson News Now to do a story on her going on a website and saying that Trump should be impeached on International Women's Day. Hell of a story. Hell of a story. They're all in cahoots. Three things I think you need to know. So, um, one sec, Digital Mike, before we get to the Tucson High story, and it is important, uh, Digital Mike, from if you've been listening to the show, he, he was our digital guy, then he left for a girl. And Ryan and I warned him about that. He didn't want to listen. Anyway, he's uh, listening on the iHeartRadio app. Thanks, Mike. He writes, I love how Regina thinks a tweet is pointless, but signing a pointless thing online is actually doing something. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Hashtag activist. And then, yeah, <laughs> hashtag impatch, impeach Regina. And then, and then, I love, he writes, she's used to it, because that's how she said it. Uh, here's another email. What's the point? Until your last caller, I really love the show. Now what's the point? Of anything. Of life. Of love. Of God. Oh, yeah. It's to defeat liberals at every opportunity. Keep destroying them. And then here we go. I love this. This is another one. God, what an idiot. We're having fun here, moron. That's the point. So I want. I got a. Uh, I got a, an email sent to me of a recording from a listener. Uh, his daughter goes to Tucson High. Apparently there was a threat overnight, but it's there's no threat now. There's the kids were, I guess, never really in danger because the guy was, he was caught. Um, but this is why there needs to be more people showing up at Saguaro High Monday at 6 for the second and final security meeting about Tucson schools. Uh, listen to what the robocall said. Here we go. 
Good morning, Tucson High family. We want to let you know that just after midnight, we learned of a social media threat regarding the school. Tucson Police and TUSD School Safety investigated and found that the threat was not credible and was made by a student from a non-TUSD school. Law enforcement has the student in custody. School will continue normally at Tucson High today. As part of normal protocol, school safety officers will be on campus. Can we find out what the hell happened? Magnus isn't tweeting about this, but he tweets about hanging out at the LGBTQ Center on 4th Avenue. And why Tucson doesn't get, uh, Tucson's Mexican food scene doesn't get more national attention. It's a big deal, no? What the hell was the threat? See, we don't need the guns in the schools, the teachers with the guns, Gary. We we got the guy. Uh-huh. <clears throat> uh-huh. You know, on that, oh, do we have time? I think we have time. We'll, we'll, we'll make time for this real quick. I want you to hear uh, number 93. Uh, this is the sergeant, Sergeant Tony Archibald. Uh, he's uh, with TPD. He's part of the union. And he talks about the officers having the lowest level uh, of officers in three decades. Since the have been this few officers on the beat since the 80s in Tucson. Uh, he talked to Tucson News Now. Here we go. If your car is stolen, it's going to take an officer a long time to get to you. If your house is broken into, it's going to take a long time for an officer to get to you. Um, those are the things that, to me, those are the true victims uh, that, uh, that happen every single day. And unfortunately, uh, they're the ones that are going to be underserved. There you have it. What is the uh, mayor and the council, what are they going to do? And today the mayor is going to talk, state of the city. Will he bring it up? Probably not. Uh, 851, uh, don't go anywhere. Kelly Ward at 910 right here. If you can't listen on the radio, listen to KNST.com or on the iHeartRadio app. Download it. It's free. It's KNST. Slash radio. What's up, 908? It is your morning ritual. With me, Garrett Lewis, KNST AM790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. What a Friday. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, um, <clears throat> all the haters said Trump was going to cause a nuclear war. He can't use these words, Jeff Flake. Words matter. Well, apparently he broke Kim Jong-un. We don't know. He's a lying dictator, but... He told South Korea, listen, I'll stop testing missiles and firing them off and stuff like that. And I want to talk to Trump. I want to meet with him about, uh, you know, the whole situation about uh, getting rid of my nuclear uh, <clears throat> program. They're like, what the hell? OK. And they went to Trump. Trump's like, that's cool. We're going to still continue with the pressure that made them get here. We're not we're not easing up until we have a deal done. Good for him. This is unprecedented. How about that? Of course, uh, Mika's face and Joe, her fiance, said that this was just a distraction from the Stormy Daniels story. Wow. Okay. Second thing I think you need to know, the economy is crushing. You want to know how badly the economy is crushing right now? How great it is? Do you really? The New York Times, the New York Times has a story about the economy. In it, there are 39 pages in the Labor Department's February report on the employment situation in the United States, but they can be summed up in four words. The economy is humming. The New York Times says the economy is humming. 313,000 jobs added. 200,000 was expected. Are you kidding me right now? 
first two months of this year, the economy has had added an average of 276,000 jobs a month, way up from 182,000 a year ago when we were getting out of the Obama mess. Holy smokes. Third thing I think you need to know, Regina Romero, the Tucson councilwoman, apparently goes on a, a website and signs a petition that says, I think Trump should be impeached. And apparently that's a news story because the local reporter, Bud High Pants, press release Foster. It's true. He does. He has high pants and he does nothing but press releases for the Democrats uh, in, here in town. Anyway, he, why'd you do that? That's a news story. All right, there you go. Tonight, Bud Foster is going to have a story about Mayor Rothschild using the Domino's app instead of calling Domino's to order a pizza. Three things I think you need to know. Uh, listen, Dr. Kelly Ward, there's a lot to talk about with her. There's a lot of stuff. She's, she's gotten out of the border. She, uh, I wanted to find out what she thinks about the tariffs, all kinds of stuff, right? All kinds of things. So she is uh, nice enough to join us on the air today. Uh, Dr. Kelly Ward, welcome back to KNST. How you doing? Hey, Garrett, it's great to be with you. I'm doing great. I, I know, uh, well, I haven't heard that my opponents joined you yet on the air, but I'm glad to be here with you and your listeners, as usual. Oh, thank you. Well, she has not, um, and I saw a tweet where she actually joined U of A journalism students, but uh, she still won't join uh, actually professional, I don't want to call myself a journalist, but some sh- you know schlub on a radio, she hasn't joined us, but has she gotten yeah. back to you about the debates or no? Yeah, I was, I was going to say, no, I have not heard anything from her or the other guy. Ugh. Neither of them has said that they want to have debates, and it's kind of disappointing because down there in your neck of the woods, the seat that she's giving up to the Democrats, at least the Democrats got together and had a forum and exposed themselves to the public. And when you look at the Democrat Party over in California, they're refusing to endorse Dianne Feinstein. So, you know, their party is doing some of the right things to move their agenda in the right direction. I hope our party does as well, because we as Republican voters, as conservatives, as independents, deserve to see the candidates in in debates, in forums, not just in fluff ad pieces that are on television or arrive in your mailbox. So I hope it happens. I, I hope it happens, too. I mean, in a, since the whole DACA thing has fallen apart, she hasn't gotten her, uh, you know, three times a, a week interview on on uh, Fox Business or Fox News where she said the same thing over and over and over. So I don't know what else she's doing, to be honest with you, but it's not much. So I'm glad that well, you get think, out there. Yeah, I don't think she was really doing doing much on no, that either, no, other she than wasn't. getting press. It was funny because they'd always have the other Congress people's names and never hers, and she'd always be like, but I did it too! I did it too! And, they, and they, <laughs> she never got the acknowledgement, but that's that's just me. Um, so let, let's talk about the big story. We'll talk about your trip to the border, and I, you know, there's a lot to talk about. Um, but what do you think about this uh, incredible news that despite, you know, Jeff Flake thinking Trump's words are going to cause World War, you know, nine and everything else and nuclear holocaust and blah, blah, blah. Um, Trump seems to have broken uh, Kim Jong-un. You know, it's amazing. Uh, just everything that, that Donald Trump has done, being the leader of the party and the leader of our country, um, to think that Kim, Kim Jong-un is going to come to the table and, and have discussions. And thank goodness that President Trump is saying, and we're not letting up on these on these sanctions and on the pressure that we've been putting on him until we get something that's real. And, uh, and I think we can, we can depend on him to do just that, just like we have for growing the economy. Just, you know, again and again and again, he's delivering on promises that he made on the campaign trail. Imagine if he had people in Washington, D.C. who were supporting that agenda, how much further along we could even be than we are right now. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, and there was a story that came out from Axios yesterday about how uh, there's 10 
Senate uh, seats that are controlled by Democrats up for re-election, and it's not looking good for at least five, if not all ten of them. So, right. um, I mean, imagine if you got, and I saw the story in Politico, uh, I mean, there's, there's, you're getting momentum behind you. you got a big-time billionaire from Texas donating a half mil to the, the Kelly Super PAC. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. It's a, it just continues the momentum that we have with this campaign. People understand that I am the thoughtful conservative leader with a proven track record who can go to Washington, D.C. and get the job done. And that's why more and more people are joining this effort to make Arizona great again and to join the president in the, the America First quest to make sure that we are uh, the strongest country in the world so that the world is a better place. Kelly Ward is on KNST AM 790, uh, Tucson's most stimulating talk. Um, now, what do you think about the economic numbers? I mean, just the news today. Uh, again, it just keeps, despite the media, the media literally wants people to believe that there's going to be a blue wave coming. Be, you know, just, you know, if you're a Trump supporter or Republican, don't even bother voting in November. It's useless. Everybody hates Trump. Everything's bad. Everything's terrible. And then you have these unbelievable economic numbers. So, one, what do you think about the economy? And two, uh, there's some disagreement in the Republican Party about the tariffs that he wants. That uh, some people think it's great; it's going to level the playing field. Others think it is going to destroy uh, the economy and, and and make consumers pay more in this country. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I think obviously I agree for once with the New York Times that the economy is humming. And that's because of the leadership of Donald Trump and because of the, the confidence he inspires in the business community uh, around the country and around the world. Uh, you know, the tariffs, I'm a little torn because as a, a free market capitalist, I don't really want to have those tariffs. However, we have to realize that the playing field is not level, and it has not been level for, for quite some time. I hope that these discussions and these uh, these ideas by President Trump are going to bring a lot more people to the table, and we're going to find something that's good for the consumer, but also for the producer. My, my hope is that we get down to zero tariffs for, you know, coming or going, and perhaps that's what we can do. Rather than saying, hey, we've got a 10% tariff on this from this country, we're going to implement our own 10% tariff, maybe we can get everybody down to zero, and I think that's going to benefit all of us uh, so that, that trade, you know, is is benefiting both the producers and the consumers. So you're talking about getting um, uh, the taxes that we have to pay, the tariffs that we have to pay to get uh, our products into China and India and other countries, getting those down to zero as well? Yes. I, w- I would love to yep, see be nice. no tariffs at all across the board. And we have to remember, too, if we can't produce, whether it's food or whether it's steel or whether it's aluminum here in our country, then we are at, uh, you know, could potentially be put in peril. So we have to make sure that our country is self-sufficient as we continue to trade on a global uh, global scale. But we have to make sure that we can do the things that we need to do to make sure that our nation is secure. And we've lost some of that as we've globalized and we've gone into this global economy. We've allowed China to control way too much of what we need for our national security. And so I'm glad to see that President Trump is is. Uh, taking that back and making sure that we are strong and that we are safe. Kelly Ward's on KNST AM 790. Um, I don't think it's a coincidence. You tell me. I think everything everything's intertwined. Uh, the tariffs with NAFTA, obviously, with China, and with North Korea. I mean, I don't. You tell me. I don't think it's a coincidence. The same day Trump comes out and talks about uh, tariffs, and he's really aiming those at China more than anybody else. That mm-hmm. that same day, North Korea is like, all right, we're not going to fire any more missiles, and we're willing to talk. That's right. Well, because when we are strong, the world is a better place. Under Barack Obama, our country became weak. 
um, not only in our military prowess and what we had in terms of our training and our, our resources and uh, the, the things that we allowed our military to have under him, um, we weren't reliable as an ally or an enemy, to, to be frank. And so, thank goodness, Donald Trump, a strong, a strong person, a strong personality, a strong man, who is at the, at the top, who is projecting that strength around the world and letting people know that America means business and that we're, we're done with all of this talk and we're moving into the action phase. Uh, and, and I'm very, very grateful that that's the direction the country is moving because, as I said before, not only is when America is strong are we safe, the world is a stronger, safer place when we're at the top. So you went down to the border. I mean, like yeah. right down there. I saw pictures of you were there with a rancher and he like went under the ridiculous border fence, which was a, a few pieces of wire. And he was standing on the Mexican side, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, it's, uh, a, it's four strands of barbed wire. Oh, God. So, all right. So did you see things that you, you've seen before or were they new to you? Did they shock you? Uh, you know, I've been down to the border several times, various places along the, the entire Arizona border. So I wasn't shocked because I've seen it before, but some of the people who were traveling with me were very, very surprised. They said, if you were just hiking out in this area, you wouldn't know you were going from one country to another. You wouldn't realize that you had breached an international border because it's, it's a few pieces of, of uh, barbed wire, and that's it. Um, the border is definitely not secure. And what, you know, these ranchers who have to live it every single day, they see the druggers. They call them the druggers, not the drug traffickers. Or, you know, they talk about the cartel, but they call them the druggers. And they're the people who are coming back and forth across our border, carrying marijuana, carrying methamphetamine, carrying heroin, carrying fentanyl, as well as carrying uh, major weapons like AK-47s as they come across the border. Sometimes they travel with large groups of women. Are those women being subjected to human trafficking? Very likely. That border has got to be secured, and it cannot be done with four pieces of barbed wire. So what about the ranchers? Because we hear from people that are against the wall, that they say, well, the ranchers don't want that wall that's on their property. They'd never, they'd never go for that. Do the ranchers, are they okay with the government going on their property and building a wall to keep them secure? Yes, I, I've talked to a lot of the ranchers, and I won't say that 100% of the rancher community is on board for a wall, but the majority appear to be to me. Uh, you know, Mr. Chilton, who I was with down near Douglas, you know, right down at the border, said that his socks were rolling up and down when he heard that Donald Trump proposed a wall, and that's why he voted for him, because he understands that border security is national security, and border security will allow them to live free where they are. Right now, they are living in danger. Another thing that they urge urge us to do as a country is bring the Border Patrol back to the border. The Border Patrol is inland. We've all seen it. That, you know, the, the checkpoints 10 miles in, 50 miles in, 80 miles in. There's a large Border Patrol um, presence in Tucson. We need them at the border to prevent people from coming into this country the wrong way. So any, any of the ranchers that you talk to, if they don't want a wall, what do they want? And then, like the rancher you talk to, what does he want also? But you border patrol there, uh, he wants a wall. Is there anything else? I mean, is there anything else that he would want that, that he's like, I, I wish the government could do this? And then as a follow-up, has he been even visited by anybody? Flake, McCain, McSally, anybody? Yes, he's, he, he, he wants a wall, and he wants the border patrol at the border. He wants a forward operating space 
on the border, and he's offered, actually, he, he has deeded land that's his own, that's not, you know, a, a grazing permit. It's his own land, and he's offered the Border Patrol to rent them about 10 acres where they could put a forward operating base, and he said he would rent it to them for a dollar a year, and he'd even let them borrow the dollar if they needed it. Wow. Uh, so he really feels like they need to be at the border. And really, the, the ranchers who don't... Um, who say they don't really think they need a wall. They think we need personnel at the border, basically standing shoulder to shoulder to keep people from coming into our country the wrong way. Uh, people have been down with Mr. Chilton, including um, we've, Congressman Gosar has been down, mm-hmm. and my Democrat opponent, Congressman Sinema, surprisingly, has been down to visit with Mr. Chilton. But those are the only two that he uh, he said have been down besides me to see what's going on wow. on his property and and uh, hear about the challenges that he faces every day. Incredible, absolutely incredible. Well, mm-hmm. uh, other big news and, and Kelly Ward's on KNST AM seven ninety. I'm just I'm just curious. Uh, California, it's like its own country now. I mean, they're just out of their minds. They had that ridiculous law that uh, they will actually go after businesses that work with ICE and allow ICE to, to do their job, which is just insane to me. They don't let law enforcement uh, work with ICE. It's, it's just nuts. So Jeff Sessions has said, we're going to sue you now. We're going to go after you. We're going to sue you. This is ridiculous. Uh, I mean, if you're there, if you're in Congress, you're the next one, you're Senator Ward, um, what do you propose to stop sanctuary cities? Can you stop them? What would you like to see done? Well, I mean, I think that, that money talks, and that's what these – bureaucrats listen to. And so we have to defund sanctuary cities and sanctuary states. I was very proud that that Jeff Sessions came out and said, California, we aren't going to let this stunt you're trying to pull stand. It's very clear in the Constitution that one of the enumerated powers of the federal government is immigration and naturalization. And so we've, we've got to hold their feet to the fire. California has no right to grant money for for national security when they are not not following our laws. And so for them to demand it is is um, is really ridiculous. And they, they come out saying, well, this is going to make these communities unsafer. Well, what makes those communities unsafe is their harboring of a criminal element inside those very communities that they prey upon. We have got to crack down on people who are here the wrong way, especially the criminals within that population, and we have to make sure that they are held accountable, whether they go to our jails or they are deported immediately. You know, I think people just want to get stuff done. And just to go back to the um, your trip to the border, I'm sure mm-hmm. it's, it's got to be, it's frustrating for me, I'm not even on the border, you know, what, 60, 100 miles from the border where I live, but right. still it's close. But you deal with these ranchers, and they've probably been screaming for, for decades that mm-hmm. this is going on, and lawmakers don't do a damn thing about it. Right. Um, so well, I mean, they talk a lot. Yeah, they, they talk. Exactly. All they do is talk, talk. That's what Trump said. All they do is talk, talk, talk. Nothing's ever done. So, uh, I, I mean, it's got, I guess it's one of the reasons why you're running also. I mean, you know, you're not going to be one of those that says, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, and then it never, ever, ever happens. That's right. Well, I mean, I have a proven, proven track record of action. When I was in the state Senate, I got 19 bills signed into law, not because of being hyperpartisan or extreme in any measure, because I put forth good policy ideas that both sides of the aisle bought into. Then I was able to, to navigate the, the murky process of legislating, getting things from the Senate to the House and to the executive's desk, and then get them that put into action. 
We need that on the border. When we went down to see Mr. Chilton, he has on his porch uh, hundreds of carpet slippers that, that these people that are, are coming across our border put over their shoes so that they don't leave uh, shoe prints, footprints, that, so they can't be tracked. And what we really should be concerned about is he has about 200 shoes on his, on his porch. Each one of those shoes represents hundreds, if not thousands, of people who have come across that border the wrong way. And many of those people are, are coming to do us harm, whether it's through human trafficking, drug trafficking, weapons trafficking. Uh, he says these are not the immigrants that he used to see decades ago. These are bad people, mainly controlled by the cartels, who are coming into this country for their property, I mean, for their profits, and have, have really taken over control a lot of, of a lot of territory inside the borders of the United States. We can't allow that as a country to happen. Uh, last one. If you get in there, uh, this doc. I like to say when. Uh, like when to I'm say sorry, when. sorry, sorry. When, when, when. <laughs> sorry, Kelly. Kelly Ward's our KNST AM790. When you become the next senator. Yeah. Um, this DACA thing is a mess. Mm-hmm. What do you, I mean, they, they, you have people that say, I don't want to see, uh, you know, these young people gone, but they're not all young people. And there was a lot of lying and deceit and fraud when it came to the actual process of DAC applications. So if you get in there, I mean, what do you want to see done? Right. Well, I mean, I don't think that we can, can talk about a permanent solution for that, that population until we fund and build the wall. That has to be done first and foremost. I'm, I'm okay with allowing temporary privileges to go to school and to work for that population until we get the wall built. I also like Congressman Gosar's idea of allowing them to just have a visitor's visa. We already have those. They already exist. They can have a visitor's visa. Then we don't have to worry if they are, uh, that they're going to try to vote. Because uh, allowing a population that came to our country illegally to have uh, a strong voice in our electoral process is, is wrong for our country. It's mm-hmm. wrong for American citizens. And it's, you know, we can't allow things to go that way. All right. Uh, Kelly, what's the website again where people can go find out more about you? It's kellyward.com, or on social media, it's kellywardaz, K-E-L-L-I, Ward, A-Z. Come out and see the pictures from the border. There's a bunch of pictures up on the website. There's also some on, on social media. Get involved in the conversation. Volunteer for the campaign if you want to stop the status quo. We certainly don't want another senator in the mold of John McCain and Jeff Blake, and Martha McSally is in that mold. She's handpicked by Mitch McConnell. Kirsten Cinema is handpicked by Chuck Schumer. I am handpicked by we the people. So get on board and let's change things in D.C. And, and real quick, since you brought his, his name up, Jeff Flake, I mm-hmm. talked about it yesterday. I mean, the guy, I don't know if he's just going insane or he always was and he just hit it, but not caring about anything about America. All he, all he wants is uh, illegal aliens to get amnesty. He doesn't do anything for Americans. And now his latest thing, where he's not standing up for Americans, is asking the Trump administration to answer questions why only 128 visas were approved out of over 8,400 from countries with terrorist ties like Chad, Iran, uh, Libya, North Korea, uh, Venezuela, those kinds of things. He's caring more about getting people coming into this country that have major terrorist ties and problems than Americans. The guy's, is he, is he just insane or has he always been this way and he hit it? Well, I mean, I think that this is why he had an 18% or less approval rate rating, why he knew that he couldn't win in Arizona or probably anywhere. And I think that it's clear on its face why only uh, that, that few visas uh, were approved from countries, because they are countries that sponsor terror. They are countries that have people that hate us. 
And why would we want to import more of them into our country to cause trouble here? There, there's simply no reason. We go. need to get back, get to the merit-based merit-based immigration that people are crying out for. There you go. Let us know when you come back to the uh, Tucson area. Okay, Kelly? I definitely will. Thanks, Garrett. I hope you have a great day. You too. Take care. It's Kelly Ward running uh, for senator. And, of course, um, no word from her two opponents about the debates, which is really sad because it would make it easy show prep for me. Uh, 9.30. We'll continue in 3. KNST AM 790 Tucson's most stimulating talk. If you push his button, he'll push yours. The Morning Ritual with Garrett Lewis is on KNST AM 790, Tucson's most stimulating talk. 9.44, man, we're late. Three things I think you need to know, but it's good shit. I'm cheating you out. If you listen to the whole hour, you get the same time. Same time. Three things I think you need to know. Number one, uh, Kim Jong-un has said, uh, all right, Trump, let's make a deal. I will not fire off some missiles. I want to meet with you. This is unprecedented. Never happened. Uh, of course, Trump's going to set the world on fire. That's what the haters said. We have soundbites coming up. Trump has said, that's cool. You know, that sounds great, but we're not going to ease up any sanctions. We're going to keep on going. They're squeezing them. We'll find out exactly why Kim Jong-un did this in just a minute. Second thing I think you need to know uh, is that the economy is on frigging fuego right now. On fuego. 313,000 jobs added in February, says the Labor Department. Wow, wow, wow. Black and Hispanic unemployment. Black is uh, unemployment is 6.9%, right next to the all-time low of 6.8. Un- uh, Hispanic unemployment down to 4.9. Um, stocks are up. It's destroyed expectations of 200,000 jobs. I mean, it's just it's looking good. But the tariffs are going to hell. You know, everyone's going to go crazy. This is just terrible. Uh-huh, sure. Third thing I think you need to know, Regina Romero. I have the story in the video on my page, my Facebook page, facebook.com slash Radio. Uh, she apparently, uh, on International Women's Day, decided to go online and sign a petition, which is, like, useless, uh, saying, I want Trump impeached. Now, she didn't really say why or how or why. She's just, he's just not fit. Okay, great. She doesn't understand why someone should be impeached. But anyway, she she must have called her buddy. How else would a reporter know to go do a story on that unless they're told, hey, bud, this is Regina. I just uh, went on a website and did an online petition to impeach Trump. You should do a story on it. Okay, I'll be right there. So Bud Foster is... um. He's a, he's a walking, talking press release. And uh, Regina, because it's really not a story, and Regina Romero is clueless as hell. You got to see the story. It's on my page, a Facebook page, facebook.com slash Garrett Lewis Radio. Like it and follow it. Before we play the other stuff, let's play the, my favorite soundbite from the story, 94. 94, if you don't mind. Regina Romero talking to, uh, to Bud um, all about uh, why she wants Trump out and stuff. Listen to this. I'm used to pushback. I'm used to people... Uh, using my gender and my ethnicity uh, against me. And I am used, I'm used to people judging me by my great looks. Stop it. Yes. (laughs) Keep going. The hell is she talking about? Everything's race and sex with her. Gender, I should say. I, I don't even think the others. Anyway, so yeah. Mm-hmm. Go on. Regina Romero. Hashtag impeach Regina. Get her off the Tucson City Council. Impeach her. All right, let's play um, uh, number 86. Harry Kazianis. Kazianis. Whatever. He's from some think tank. Harry he's, what? Kazianis. You, how'd you say it? Kazianis. <laughs> Kazianis. Yes, I know. Shut up. <laughs> anyway, God. he's he's from a think tank, and he's an expert on North Korea. He's on Tucker's show. I think he changed his name. Uh-huh. Did I? Eh, whatever. He's Harry. 
Number 86, why is North Korea doing this? Are you surprised? All this stuff, here we go. I actually thought there was a better chance we'd be at nuclear war with North Korea than there'd be peace talks. But there's something we're missing, Tucker. There's a little bit of context. South Korean press about two weeks ago came out with some reports that were fascinating. They actually speculated that North Korea was actually on the edge of financial bankruptcy. By October, their foreign exchange reserves are probably going to be exhausted and their dollar reserves are going to be exhausted. So that means North Korea is essentially bankrupt. You can't build a lot of nuclear weapons and a lot of missiles when you have no money to do it to pay all the different spies and people to bring those materials back. You can't also feed your people that way. So I do think the North Koreans might be trying to buy some time here, but I also think that that Kim Jong-un's newfound pragmatism, there might be a bigger reason for it. Wow. These experts never thought there'd be a chance that this murderous dictator would actually say, maybe I'll stop. By the way, Trump tweeted about this, and Trump just sent out a tweet 49 seconds ago. It said, in caps, jobs, 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 hashtag MAGA. Really quick before I get more on this uh, from this Harry guy. Uh, Trump tweeted out yesterday, Kim Jong-un talked about denuclearization with the South Korean representatives, not just a freeze. Also, no missile testing by North Korea during this period of time. Great progress being made, but sanctions will remain until an agreement is reached, meeting being planned. Let's do the next one. Harry, 87, Tucker Show, expert on North Korea. Here we go. I think what we need to do is we need to test North Korea's intentions. Maybe they're sincere. Maybe they are willing to come to the negotiating table. Because we have to remember something here. The North Koreans, time is against them. Their economy is a disaster. It's worth something like $14 billion. South Korea's is worth something like $1.2 trillion. Oh. Someday the North Korean state will collapse. And right. I think Kim realizes this. So this, this may be a historic moment. I never thought I would see this before, probably in decades. So I think Trump has to explore it. Mm, mm, mm. How about that? Now let's do uh, 84. Brad Blakeman, also on Tucker's show. GOP guy, was an establishment guy. He's kind of making the turn a little bit. 84, though. 84. Here's Brad Blakeman on Tucker's show. Well, in Trump vernacular, this is huge. It really is, because it came out of left field. And I think it came out of a out of a policy that was so dramatically different than President Obama. Strategic patience for Obama versus enough BS from Trump. He had it. He put sanctions on. He got the Chinese to do things they were never willing to do under the prior administration. And we gave up nothing for this meeting. Sanctions continue. Our, our joint exercises continue. And there may be a meeting in May with the president. He accepted. But there's a lot of groundwork to be laid before that meeting will be held. There you go. And then this is really good. I'm just giving you the analysis from people. My analysis, your analysis. Again, I think it's all tied to tariffs. I think this is he's playing 7D chess where he has all these things working to get America what it needs. Better deals from Canada, Mexico, China, North Korea. China is telling North Korea, you better come to the table now. I mean, again, it's not a, not a coincidence. Same day that North Korea says we'll do this is when uh, the tariffs are laid to put the hammer down on China. Uh, Let's do, uh, this is a big one, 85, Brad Blakeman, here we go. Could anybody else, any other president could have, could they have done this or just Trump? Here we go. It, it would be it would be hard to believe they could. Why? Is because he's so unorthodox. He's willing to do things that Foggy Bottom would never have entertained, and that's why he goes around people and does things that are that are totally point. unexpected. Mm-hmm. Can't be the same old, same old. You just can't do it. You just can't do it. And this is some incredible stuff, isn't it? Absolutely incredible stuff. Now let's let's jump to because uh, I have some sound. I gotta gotta hear these things. Just the reaction, the interaction, everything. Listen, 
Jen Psaki was a big wig in the Obama administration, 92, 92. Jen Psaki actually said that, uh, well, Obama tried to do this, or they tried to get Obama to do this. Here we go, listen. The fact is that uh, North Korean leaders have long sought meetings with American presidents for decades, so that's not actually a new ask or a new invitation. Um, it is, he has broken the fever that has existed for decade, for some time, I should say, on whether we should or should not directly negotiate. And that is something that many people in the Obama administration thought we should have considered more. Oh, but Obama didn't? We thought we should do this. We just didn't. We just gave him money and hope he would just shut up and go away. We kicked the can down the road. That's what we hope. And then you get the awesome Steve Ratner, number 90, on MSNBC this morning, Morning Joe and Mika's face, uh, talking about uh, even though Trump got this, and he he's showing once again he knows what he's doing. No, 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 he doesn't. Listen to this. Look, I spent 30 years basically doing negotiations as an investment banker, and it was sometimes helpful to have a client saying, if you don't do what I say, I'm going to blow up the world. Oh. And that's kind of what we have here. We have our own madman who right. could potentially blow up the world. You're, you're and, talking about Trump? Yeah, I was thinking of Trump <laughs> when I said that. He's going to blow up the world. Don't you know that? Don't you know he's going to blow up the world? Holy smokes. We'll get to more of these. 953, if we have time. KNST AM 792 sounds most stimulating talk.